Welcome to the 716 Rocks Podcast. My name is Natron Patron. Yeah! What's going on? I'm excited, baby. Good? We've also got behind the glass, wishing he would keep his mouth closed. Shut Although your I can pie hole. Still hear him talking. Rez beards. Rez. Hey, hey, hey! And also in studio, we've got the infamous social media mastermind and director of all things fabulous social media, McColt. Mm. What's up, what's up, Buffalo Bills fans? Woo! Yeah, Grizz, let's talk about it, man. We're fresh off a of W down in Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami, huh? We going to Miami. That was a great divisional win. I'll tell you what. You know, we get thumped by Brady Chick, and it feels good to go down there and squish the fish. A little spanking, boys. A spanking. Drop your drawers. It's time for spanking. Woo! I'll tell you what. Some of the pundits out there around the league, they had the fish above the Bills in the power rankings. What a joke. Ah, ah, ah. We just thumped them 41 to 14, and it feels good. Real good. I mean, come on, man. Their name's the Dolphins. Greatest, well, one of, there were several great quotes from the, uh, watching the game with several people over here in the studio this afternoon. One of my favorite quotes just happens to be uh, from the local mentalist and uh, member of the 716 Rock Street team, Mr. Danny Macaluso. Danny Mac! Here's what he has to say about the Dolphins. Your team name is Dolphins, and you guys wear aqua. Come on. Ooh, aqua. Is that a manly color? Uh, no. And we also had Lydia from the uh, of local fame. From the Hypnic Jerks, lead singer. I mean, she put a good one out there. We're watching the commercials, and she makes a comment when a certain Cialis commercial's on the TV. Come on, Dolphins are even in ED commercials. Out. Thank you, Cialis, for confirming our suspicions about the Dolphins and their lack of masculinity. Good catch, Lydia, from the Hypnic Jerks. All right, let's talk about some of the positives, Grizz. There are a lot of positives, man. I don't know how we can fit all these in. And what, what do we got, a two hours? Rez? Nah, we'll try to make the podcast a little bit shorter than that. All around offense, man. That felt good. Hey, how about Tyrod Taylor? Is he for real or what? The truth, son. And now I say truth, I mean with an F. Truth. Tyrell Taylor. Tyrell. <laughs> Why do we have to listen to Solomon <laughs> Wicketts again? Solomon. I mean... Solomon's wisdom, is that really a segment on the show when he has to do the telecast? Solomon Wombox. They couldn't find anybody else. This guy, I, why do we always get stuck with him? All the time, man. Please. This is all send someone else. Anyone else. I think all three games. But I'll tell you what. Tyrod, no, I'm just joking. Tyrod Taylor, 21 for 29, 277 yards, three TD tosses, and no picks. And no sacks, man. It felt good. He was good out there. He was fluid. He was making good decisions. You know, he showed good elusiveness back there in the pocket. And he had some nice touchdown throws, man. Hitting Clay at the beginning of the game. That was nice. I'll tell you, a lot of that was Clay, though. Charles Clay's looking like he's playing against Pee Wee out there. Shake and bake. Woo! Can you feel it? 
But I like what I'm seeing with Tyrod Taylor, man. Hey, he got a lot of people involved in that passing game. Let's talk about Percy for a minute. Percy. You know, I got to love, before I get to Percy, I just have to say, did you see Hogan with a nice wheel-out route scoring that touchdown? Did you see that? Token player, baby. A little out-and-up action. Token. Man. Clay with a touchdown. McCoy, Hogan, Williams. There's no duplicates here, man. We're spreading the ball. We're spreading the love. You got to love it. But my man Percy. Percy. Right off of Thomas the train, man. He's coming through. 16 yards on two rushes. All right, not bad. Seven receptions for 66 yards. I'm pretty sure just about every single one of those was to pick up a first down, which was pretty nice to see. I don't know. There's some kind of love connection going on between Tyrod and Percy. But, hey, don't fight it, man. Don't it's a fight love connection. It. You know, we're talking a lot about Percy Harvin this year, not a lot about Watkins. I'll tell you what, Harvin's the premier player. I'd like to see more from Watkins, but we'll talk about that later. I like on the uh, Twitter feed during the game, we got at Bill's Chick quoted as saying, no mercy, Percy, baby. No Come mercy, again. Percy. Come on. I like you getting those first downs like it's his job. Oh, he's getting paid for it, isn't he? Yeah, I guess he is. All right. Hey, Ronald Darby, man. He's the guy with the dreadlocks that plays corner. <laughs> oh, that Which one. Which one? Wait. That one. Oh. Not, Mc not McKelvin. It's so hard to tell who is playing corner. I thank God Watkins had his his like, his like dreads up up today because well, between him and Marquise. And, and thank God he's on offense so we don't right, have I know, to tell if he's playing corner. <laughs> I'm just saying. In theory. In theory. No, it's, it's nice. You know, it's nice to see uh, Darby really seemingly improve since the pre- I mean- Preseason, he looked shaky. He but these did. last few games, I mean, he's he's held steady. What What's the uh, stats on his intos? I mean, he's got two. He got a second one. He got one in week one. Get anything last week against Brady, but who did? Nobody. Yeah, right. Nobody. Uh, and he gets another one today. He's looking good. I'll tell you what, man. Darby, he's aggressive. He's flying to the ball. And when he's not getting decapitated by Bakari <laughs> oh, Rambo, boy. he's playing good out there. I mean, he's a rookie. He stepped up big time, I think, for a second-round draft pick. This is starting to look like a win, Grizz. Man, it's, it was encouraging to see. But I will say, they, these guys, they, they got to get in the locker room tomorrow and introduce themselves, maybe. Uh, hey, I, I'm Darby. Hey, I'm Rambo. Oh, nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you. Oh, we're on the same team. Oh, great, great. Oh, man. You know, let's help each other out. You got one of them blue jerseys. Yeah. Oh, oh, got it. Got it. Okay. I don't think Rambo sees color out there. He just sees red. Exactly. He don't care what team you're on. He don't care if you're even going for the ball. He's going to try to put you down with the shoulder to the helmet. I don't know what's going on there. But I've got to mention, when we're talking about all this great offense... Mm, one blunt. I know this is a positive, but we're going to lead into some of the negatives from the game, some of the concerns. Why is Booby Dixon on the field, period? Booby! Just so I can say that every week. <laughs> do, do any of you guys in here, do any of you people out there feel that Booby Dixon is good for any situation? Can you name something that he should be on the field for? Mm. Shoot. Yes, when what? we want to kneel the ball down near the end of the game. <laughs> when we're not interested in getting first downs anymore. So your answer is no. No. Okay. McColl, what do you got? Besides special teams, I don't want to see him jump over the pile. I don't want to see him rush for negative three yards. I don't want to see him on offense at all. Here's the thing with Booby. He's got eight attempts on the season <laughs> with zero, officially zero, because he had plus one coming into this one. <laughs> he has neg negative one today on five attempts. 
I'm sorry, but he's getting touches down there in the red zone. He's getting down there on third down. They're handing him the rock down in the red zone. Why is Carlos Williams not getting those touches? I mean, Carlos, I think he was in for Carlos Williams, at least the, the second series that he's down there in the red zone. Heck, I know Carlos was in there to give McCoy a blow. Put it, put in Shady. Let Shady give Carlos Williams a blow down in the red zone instead of Booby. I'm totally with you. I mean, I, I can understand. I could wrap my head around the, the case that maybe, okay, towards the end of the game, you're out by, you know, a, a lot of points. I mean, whatever it was, third into the third, fourth quarter. Maybe put him in. You keep Carlos fresh. You keep McCoy fresh. Okay. I can see keeping him in for that, right? Sure. There was one play earlier in the game. They brought him in. It was third down. He, he had a nice uh, pass protection, made a nice block on a guy. He did ram him with his back. Okay, I no. There was a separate play besides that. that okay. He actually legitimately made uh, some good pass protection, so I can see that. But I just I I don't understand. Earlier in the game, like these third down situations uh, in the red zone, like what does Roman see that he's putting him in? I, I don't. I have no answer for this. I don't know. Roman, he coached him up in San Fran. What? what? Two years ago. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. I, but I will say one of the funniest moments during the game, again, from none other than the mentalist, Danny the prof, Mac, the prophet, quoted as saying, hey, there's good news here, guys. Booby is not coming back in the game because he's hurt. Oof. Unfortunately, Mr. Mentalist, we were pretty dissatisfied when we saw him come back in. So I'm not sure what that was about if you're just playing mind games with us. But... I thought it was pretty hilarious that we're getting excited about Booby being hurt so we don't have to see him back in the game. That's right. In all honesty, you know, we don't want to see Booby get hurt. You know what? He's great for the city. All we're saying is, you know, we, we, we like them. Great character kind of guy. He's funny. You know, coaches seem to like to slap him up on the sideline. But, you know, let's just maybe not put him on in third downs in the red zone. That's our biggest thing. I'll tell you what. You know, I look at the penalties going into this game. We had some rough, a rough week in uh, – one in a rough week two with the penalties today i don't know what do you think riz we had five penalties for 40 yards we cut it in half is that good enough is that acceptable or did you feel like there were some penalties that we shouldn't have got i still think things got to be cleaned up listen it's week three I, it's just it's frustrating to watch sometimes you see some of these penalties that are just undisciplined sloppy play and you feel like you know your job you know six days of the week with the exception of the one day off that you have your job is to, to, to work on those little things, you know, just mentally being disciplined, um, learning from the game film. I, you know, it's, it's simple little mental mistakes that it may not have cost them in this game. And sure, they reduced it. But listen, when you're in a close game and it's coming down to the wire, those are the little things that make a difference. I think it's still unacceptable. That's my take on it. McCall, what do you think? Yeah, I think so too. I mean, what was the one when Jerry Hughes had the strip sack fumble recovery? I forgot the penalty, but I don't know if they scored on that play, but you get the ball back. You just can't you can't make stupid penalties. It's just unacceptable. But I was happy that we uh, we didn't get the holding penalties. We didn't get the personal foul calls. I, w I was happy with it. I was happy. It's definitely improved. Yeah, I'll tell you what, good, good clean game by our line. A lot better. Incognito getting out there and some of those pole plays. So there's not too many negatives, but I will say whenever you get a lot of points in the first half and you got a little bit of a blowout happening. Yeah. Is it just me or when you've got to ride the second half out, doesn't it just 
sometimes seem to drag forever. And, and I feel like... I forgot we were watching the Bills game. <laughs> I was enjoying my Oots. Oots.com. Oots. I hate saying that it's a negative, but I don't know. It just got a little boring. Like, all right, let's just get this game over with. I guess it's kind of a good thing that we're in that... <laughs> okay, you're really enjoying those Oots chips. Great. That'd be nice if they actually sponsored us, huh? Salt and vinegar Oots. Oots.com. Hey, guys, we're looking for sponsors. I mean, we've been getting a lot of calls lately. So there's only a few more slots open. I mean, we already got MotorTab.com. First car is always free. We got BMA Productions. They are a production studio. If you need something produced, go to BMA. We, we need a food sponsor. <laughs> we, need, we, need, we do need snacks for the show so we can chomp in the microphone. That would uh, really add to the listening base, I believe. It's delicious. I've got to go off for a second. Is anybody else sick and tired of having to watch the commercials and every single other every other commercial DraftKings oh changed my life I only contributed five dollars and now I'm a millionaire oh, I was so dramatic FanDuel FanDuel oh FanDuel DraftKings FanDuel DraftKings Fan ah you're driving me nuts <laughs> the only thing I can say is I'm grateful to have watched the game where there was DVR and I only had to watch commercials for about the last five minutes Thank you, Rez Beards, for having DVR. Woo! Yes. Rez. Way to go, man. You rock. Is it just me? FanDuel? DraftKings? Come no, on. it's pretty annoying. I listen to WGR, the only sports radio station in Western New York. Hey, here's an idea. How about 716 Rock Streams Live? We could be the number two sports radio station Ooh, in Western New York. What do you like that? Yeah. Oots, we need your sponsorship. Help us out. Gotta buy the Come equipment. Come on, Oots. This production ain't free, bro. All right, let's move it forward. Let's talk about the top tweets during the game. Live on the feed, number one, at Adam Benini. He says, the Finns are the gift that keeps on giving. Mm, yeah. I'm feeling that Christmas spirit, baby. Number two, at Le Batard Show, or however you say that. We'll Le get Batard. it up on the old Facebook or something. Le Batard. Le Batard. What, is that French? Le Batard. Le Batard Show. You Le Batard. Rex Ryan halftime speech, what's it going to be? It's going to be a lot of non-stop laughter. Ha! <laughs> Drink. Have some cider. Woo! Go Bills! Go Bills! McCall, what do you got, baby? We also got. Hey, at hey, take a seat at the big boys' table. Come on, you sound like an echo from the back there. You're sitting in the dungeon. We also got at underscore Eddie Wu. He Woo. says, I would like to start calling Chris Hogan Hollywood Hogan. Hollywood! Woo. Oh, yeah, brother. My vote's still out for the Hulkster, Hulkamania. Also, yeah. we have at Big Time Bills. He said, Unless there's something wrong, with Williams, Dixon shouldn't be on the field. That's kind of we already covered that. We already agree with that. It's not just us. And the last Give one. Give the people what they want. Get Booby out of here. The last one is gonna be a video. It's at Orange Hardy. He says live look at Tyrod and Percy. Here's a video for you. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? What? We just become best friends. Yep. Just let that loop for a while, cause that's gold. That is audio gold. That's platinum right there. I love it. Percy and Tyrod. Did we just become best friends? What? Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yeah. Thank you, Orange Hardy. Thank you. Woo. That was great. Some great, great tweets out there on the Twitter feed. Thank you. Hey guys, let's talk about our man crush moments for the week. Man crush. <laughs> 
All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and kick things off. All right, I'm gonna see what you guys got. My man crush moment of the week is Charles Clay. The Clay, Cassius Clay, Charles Cassius Clay. Charles, Charles Cassius Clay, Charles Clay. Charles in charge. Charles. Cassius. Did you ever ever watch that show, Charles in charge? No, I never watched it. Oh, that was a great show. That's why it got a little awkward there after you said that. Great show. Not much. Charles in charge of our days and our nights, something like that. Yeah. Go ahead. So Charles Clay, my main man, he gets a 25-yard touchdown, a short strike from Tyrod. My man jukes to the left. Whoop, jukes to the right. Whoop! It's his first game back in Miami, and he's dropping six. Uh, Come on, big man moves, breaking ankles. Oh, uh, uh. nah, nah, nah. What do you got, Chris? How does a big man move like that? He moves, man. He can't jump. I mean, you gotta feel bad. In the he can't secondary jump if you just got beat by what's, the tight what's his vertical? end. It's gotta be like twelve inches max. He Even though you does. don't have a vertical, Charles, he's got moves. The man crush. He's got big man moves. He's got big man moves. I got to go with Bakari Rambo. I believe this is his uh, second vote just this season, right? Didn't we vote Bakari earlier in suplex. the suplex? Yeah, yeah. And he got voted last year, too, when he picked off um, Rogers twice. Wow. Bakari, I think you may have the most nominations ever. You want to invite him on the show? The man crush hat trick. That is. That's a man crush trick. So he gets an automatic <laughs> invite. Automatic <laughs> invite. Listen, despite your personal vendetta against Darby, whatever that's about, you still win my man crush because the blitz that caused the interception at the end of the first half that you put on Tannehill, I just got to give you props, man. You, you won my heart after Woo! that. Resbeard, what do you got? Well, guys, I got to go with uh, none other than the man, the myth, the legend. Rex Ryan for two reasons. Rex. Actually, I'll give it three reasons. Number Rexing one, ball. he squished Rex. the fish in Miami. Woo! That's man crush worthy. They were number awkward. two. Uh, Carpenter hit a field goal and uh, doesn't take a, a lip reading expert to see Rex lip boom boom on the sideline. And then finally, uh, during an interview post game, Rex, when asked why the long sleeves in Miami weather, he says, and I quote, "Dude, this is what I always wear." I think I look good in it, unquote. Yeah, dude. You've got to you've got to love the blue collar approach of Rex Ryan. He's just like, listen, I'm just gonna let dude hang out there. I may be uh, getting paid to be a professional here, but too bad I'm not gonna be one, and I'm gonna use the word dude. What do you, what got? Do you got, McCole? Well, uh, someone did mention it uh, with uh, Bakari Rambo, but I chose Preston Brown. He came in last year, drafted in the third round with the pick six, contributing. He's a monster out there. He's tackling in coverage. He's doing it all. So uh, thank you, Preston Brown, for the pick six and getting us on track here. Oh, man, two right, picks. Preston. Well, guys, is this the first time ever we've had a man crush moment of the week? All nominations are Buffalo Bills players? Are you serious? Man, that makes me feel pretty good. That actually makes me want to... Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Hear that surround sound. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go, Buffalo. The Bills make me wanna show. All right, guys, go Bills. Way to squish the fish. 41-14 down in Amiami. Who do we got next week, fellas? 
The New York Football Giants. Who? Uh, New Jersey Giants. New Jersey Giants. Boom. New Jersey Giants. Buffalo Bills. You New know York. Solomon Wilkins is going to be on talking about Lydell Beckham. Lydell. And how we can't stop him. Let's put some heat on Eli, baby. And Tyrell. You got any productions for that game? Uh, I think Bill's got this one, no doubt. Bill's. The Bills 112, the Giants negative two. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. 716 Rocks. Catch us next week. Peace. Out.